who among us doesn't enjoy a good mystery? And especially when solving it means that I get to bring out my competitive side, even if it's just me against the clock, I just can't wait to uncover all the secrets. So June's Journey is a game that is completely up my alley, and I think you'll love it too. In June's Journey, a hidden object mystery game, you play as June Parker, who's on a quest to solve her sister's murder and uncover her family's many secrets. Each chapter brings you deeper into the story, and it's set in the Roaring Twenties, so beyond uncovering clues, you get to experience the glitz and glamour of the time. June's Journey is definitely not a game I play mindlessly, which I love because I get genuinely invested and a lot of it is a race against time, so there's a little fun added pressure of trying to find the clues as quickly as you can in each scene. There are also tons of ways to customize the island that you're on, learn more about the characters, and then new chapters are added weekly, so you really can't run out of things to explore. So if you think you're up to solve this case, download June's Journey for free today on iOS or Android or play on PC through Facebook games. June needs your help, detective. Some of you may think a podcast about representation, it's not for me. But if you're a human being, then the podcast Reppin is for you because we all represent something as people. So are you interested in knowing what you have in common with your favorite actors to best-selling authors and leaders in different genres? On Reppin, you'll meet notable people you think you know, You'll see what they show up for, and you'll see what they represent. It's an insightful, feel-good show, hosted by me, Evelyn. So come and take a listen. Reppin is available wherever you get your podcasts. Do, 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 weeks of our lives. Hey everyone, so welcome to Weeks for Knives. I'm Foamy. And I'm Trisha Thunderbody. And today we're going to be talking about axing of Ama. Have you heard of this? No, I think I haven't really heard of. Did you say axing? Yeah. Oh my like, God. This. This girl was, like, totally axed in the back. I mean, not like, you know, oh, no, she's been stabbed, like one of our usual murders. No, this girl was, like, axed in the back and then melted with acid. Oh, my God. I know, right? Okay, so let's set the scene, shall we? Have you heard of a place called Fasum? Yeah. Oh, my God. I was there, like, last summer to do some shopping. They've got, oh like, God, no some way. really great stalls there. Like, what did you buy? Um, I bought, like, these boots of Elven Kind. They make me no super, super light. So I usually wear them out on dates, you know, oh out on God. the town. That's why, like, I can totally never hear you when you're, t- when you're like, sneaking up on me. Yeah. You know, oh. they're, they're also good for that. Yeah, absolutely. But they're... Oh, my God. Super good because they make you also... Because elves are, like, super tall. So they kind of give you that, like, slimming long leg look also when you wear them. So they're super, they're super good for like a fancy night out on the town, you know. I'm going to have to like totally go to that place and I'm going to have to go get some. Because like Falsam, from what I heard, is kind of like the pits. But I guess if you recommend shopping there, I'm just going to have to go like real soon. Yeah. Well, just probably after we finish recording this. Um, Yeah. (laughs) 
Okay, so like Falsam is like, let me set the scene. So like about a year and a half ago, we're talking, from what I can tell, the year 4,999. And it's summer 150th day. So imagine this. You are this halfling called Good Barrel and you walk near a friend's house and you see that this black dragonborn guy is like passed out on the step and there are all of these groceries on the floor. So like you kind of go in there and then you see like ahead of you on the bed, this dragonborn who has been melted mostly by like acid and stuff. And this like really gory corpse of this human, like this really old human, like gross, but like this really old human, no offense, I love you. This really (laughs) old human guy who's laying on the bed and he's also been melted by acid. And like this dwarf turns up named Belgrim and he's just like, oh dude, like what the hell? These are my friends. Um, And that's the murder. That's what we find. Oh my god! So she was melted by the the it was melted by acid. That's so disgusting. I know it's so gross. And um, so that's kind of like the murder, like this the kind of general details. Anyway, so like the dragonborn, the guy who was passed on the floor, like a thing of like his particular like being, he's known to like spit acid on stuff. So the cops arrested him and they threw him in jail because clearly his acid is the one that like melted his partner, who is like this beautiful gold dragonborn and Ama <laughs> and uh, the human. So he was sent to jail for their murder. Well, it sounds like it sounds like rightfully so. Right. Like, I mean, it's it's yeah. kind of hard to produce acid. And if he produces acid, then I mean, that kind of makes a lot of sense. Exactly right. So he produces acid. The story goes, he came in, he found his girlfriend and this like old human dude in bed together and he spat acid over them. And then for whatever reason, then he passed down. So it was like basically an open and shut case, you know, like, and off we go. That's another day uh, being a cop. And um, so, yeah, that's the theory. However, I did some digging on this because I heard this rumor from this guy who knows a girl who knows this person who lives in Fasum like years ago that Ama's body actually had an axe mark in it. Like she'd been hacked to pieces before she had been melted with acid. Oh my God. I know, right? So I did a little bit of digging and it's true. Like, she had the biggest axe mark in the back of her, like, like the top of her back. And she had, like, this stab wound in her head. Like, and they only kind of found out a little bit after they managed to wash off some of the acid because nobody really wanted to touch it. Um, but nobody investigated it beyond there. Like, this guy, his name is Ral, the Black Dragonborn, and he was sent to prison. And they didn't investigate any further. Like, they found this, but they didn't actually do anything about it. They still sent him to prison. But if he can produce acid, why would he, like, axe his girlfriend in the back? I know, right? So, uh, yeah. So, um, I decided I would do a little bit of digging because, you know, that's just what I do. And um, anyway, my, my friends told me um, about axes and talking about like the human and it goes into detail about all these horrible gory things which we do when we don't do that much corn here right we don't because it will gross um so the first theory that i always have is and as you know it's always the spouse so i looked into the fact that maybe Ral was trying to cover up the murder that he did by making it look like someone had stabbed Ema first oh 
But that doesn't really make a lot of sense, right? Because then he just acided her, right? Like, if he was going to try to, like, make it look like he didn't do it, why would he acid her after stabbing her? I know. But I did my due diligence and I looked into it anyway. Um, but this isn't the first time that Rouse like, killed people. So it wouldn't actually go too far against it. So... I know you don't quite believe it, but there is a thing called the fourfold, which is like this underground fighting ring kind of thing. And like death does occur there. And one death of this young human boy was attributed to Rao Jacques, who like totally beat the shit out of him. So Rao killing with something other than acid is something that has definitely been done. Oh my God. Okay. Well, now I'm kind of torn on this, right? Because like if maybe he like axed her in the back and then he felt like guilty about it looking at her so he like melted her so he wouldn't have to look at what he did oh right oh my god that's so clever yeah like because if he could melt her and melt the guy then i guess his problems have literally melted away right right like i know that i mean i sometimes i get like super mad at my husband and like i would never murder him obviously because you know obviously you know but like i could definitely if i had like hurt him i definitely would feel like super guilty about it afterwards and i could see like doing something like that but like I don't know. Like that, I guess it makes sense that way. Like maybe he was trying to, yeah, like maybe he was just trying to cover it up um, that he killed her and then he just felt like super guilty about it. So he, because like, was how much of her was like left afterwards? I mean, I know we don't like usually get like super gory, but like just kind of give me like a percentage, I guess. Let's say like 15 to 20%. Like they found like the axe mark in the back of her head and they found that like her arms had been cut by like this big weapon and like the front of her face. They couldn't, it wasn't all there. It was like a lot of it gone. Oh, gross. Um, Oh my God. Yeah. And there was like virtually nothing left of this old dude that was in the bed. Um, After like a little bit of time, they figured out is this guy called Grisham and he was like the local potions master and Ral and Ama and also like the dwarf Bogram. They all knew him. Oh my God. And she's like cheating on him with with this guy? Everything like, because... I didn't exactly go speak to Bogram, but I did speak to people who knew who knew people who knew Bogram. And they were saying, like, Amos is, like, not that kind of a girl. Like, she wouldn't cheat on Ral. And if, like, that motive isn't there, I don't know what she could have done to make Ral kill her. Well, like, was Gresham married? Uh, no, Gresham was, like, totally single. Mm. Okay, well, then there goes that, like, idea I had. <laughs> What was your idea? Well, I don't know. Like, because if we're saying that, like, maybe this this dragonborn dude didn't do it and, like, there was cheating happening, like, possibly, um, what if, like, his, like, he had somebody who, like, caught them and, or thought that they were doing something? Oh, my God. Like, maybe Grisham had, like, another lover. Yeah. Oh, my God. And, like, the other lover totally went and, like, stabbed, like, Ama in a fit of, like, jealous, like, rage. And then Ral came home and saw, like, his girlfriend dead and, like, the the human dead and was like, oh, my God. And then just, like, I accidentally spat acid everywhere and then passed out. Because I... I, I... I don't know. Like, I'm kind of stuck on the whole thing that it's acid that, like, dissolve their bodies and he can do acid from his mouth. And that's, like, pretty damning. Yeah. Um, but but you have, like, a point, right? Because, like, okay, so I don't really know any Dragonborn, so I don't know how, like, their breath weapon, like, functions 100%. But, like, what if you're right and, like, he came home and he saw them, like, lying there murdered and, it, like, made him nauseous and he, like, just threw up acid all over everything oh my god it like total acid reflux (laughs) oh my god 
out and just threw up everywhere. And then obviously, like, grief made him pass out because, like, I know that can do people sometimes. So, like, get, like, so overwhelmed, they just pass out. And that would explain it. Oh, my God. Like, I guess that's, like, totally one. Well, see, my usual theory, it is the spouse that did it. But maybe we're looking at the wrong spouse. Maybe you're right on that one. Yeah. I mean, like, yeah, maybe he had, like, an ex-wife or something who's, like, super jealous or an ex-husband or or whatever. Um. I like, you never know. You know, you got to be, like, really careful when you're out in the dating scene. I'm super glad that I'm married now because, like, dating was a nightmare, you know? Yeah, I can totally imagine. I mean, I'm not all for that myself, but I can totally imagine that just, like, not being safe right now. Especially with, like, the world ending around. People are just, like, super clingy and weird. I mean, I love you two together. You two are adorable, but... Ugh. Yeah, Mark is kind of, like... He, he can be a little clingy sometimes, you know? Um, <laughs> and he's always like badgering me, you know, like when he gets home from work to make food, which is actually real quick. Uh, we do have a sponsor today. Oh my God. Okay. <laughs> um, lay it on us. Yeah. So, you know, like every, every day I get home, you know, and Mark always wants me to like cook up like some fantastic meal. Right. Um, but like, I don't have time for that, right? I'm like, I'm out. I mean, who has the time? Yeah, exactly. Like, nobody has the time for this, right? Especially if you're cooking for two, nobody has the time. Yeah, exactly. Who, exactly. It's a modern world. Who has the time to go out, go shopping, get food, you know, groceries and, and stuff, you know, and and then come home and And like, in an apocalypse. Exactly. In the middle of an apocalypse. It, and prices have gotten so much higher at the groceries, uh, at the grocery stalls right, lately. Yeah, totally. Um, which is actually... Why I have been uh, getting uh, case of steaks, you know, delivered to my house. Um, they are super good. Um, it's a different kind of steak, like every time, and they do they do do vegetables. I mean, I'm not like super into vegetables, you know, obviously. Um, yeah, but you know, Mark really likes them. He's like almost a vegetarian. <laughs> Um, <laughs> so, you know, they deliver. So what has been like your favorite so far? Oh, okay. Um, so actually I don't think it's real dragon cause that wouldn't make sense, but she sent me something called no, cause like, like dragon steak. Okay. And it was like super good. Like it was spicy and it came with like a bunch of like root vegetables for me to cook with that. And um, some grain. So it was pretty good. Um, you know, she sends me, she sends like a pack every week. I don't think, I don't know if it's actually the person who who makes it is called Kesa, but um, that's just the name of the company. I assume it's, I assume it's probably just like Kesa's like the head, like the head chef. And then everybody else like works for Kesa. Yeah, probably. But yeah, so um, if you want to get Kesa steaks, you just have to like go to your, um, local grocery store and put in an order and you can actually um, give them a secret code. Uh, the code is weeks of our knives 48. And then like, I think you were saying earlier, it's like 10% discount, right? Yeah, it's like 10%. You get 10% more steak. That is so awesome. So yeah, totally go check out the sponsors because not only is it good for you, but it's like totally good for us. And it means that we can keep buying these windshells so that we can like keep doing this podcast. Yeah, so exactly. Oh, that's also awesome. What a beautiful segue. I have to say like, that might be your best segue. Yeah. Yeah. I know. Sometimes I get like some criticism about my segues from our fans. You know, they send me like messages into my brain while I'm trying to sleep sometimes. Like, hey, that segue was like really bad, but this one was, I think, I think pretty good. 
I think you did like super well. And if you have any problems, you can like totally F off. Like stop messaging us. Like our segues are our segues. Okay. All right. So I'm going to talk about my next theory. Oh, um, just one more thing on the theory I had before um, about it's always the spouse is that Raul doesn't have an alibi. Oh. Nobody knows where he was for like two hours before they found her and him and Grisham, obviously. Anyway, so my next theory um, I know you're gonna hate it, but it's my, uh, <laughs> it's like the love lost council, which is like, I know you said before, it's kind of like Illuminati and it's like totally not real, but I swear to you, I did a lot of research on the love lost council and I am convinced that this might be like the closest thing that actually explains everything. Okay. Okay. I mean, yeah, I definitely think that the love lost council is kind of like a little bit far-fetched and out there, but I don't know. Like, I'm, I'm willing to listen. I don't know. Hold, hold, hold your, hold your ideas on this, because I might have another theory coming up that's maybe even more like outlandish uh, compared to this one. So just, just bear that in mind as you listen to this. That I have one I think is way more wacky. Anyway, oh my god. So, um, as everybody knows, uh, everybody obviously, uh, the Love Lost Council, um, is like this cult dedicated to miracle, who's the deity of death. I know, it sounds awful. And like grief totally sustains them. It's not actually true. Grief doesn't sustain them, but it doesn't really matter. Um, so I mentioned before that there was this dwarf named Bogram, and I think he is an agent for the Love Lost Council. And I kind of might kind of have proof because he comes from this place called Heart's Hearth, and that's supposedly a hotspot for like council activity. And it's be a really big coincidence that Bogram, who comes from a place run by the Love Lost Council, just happens to know a pair of lovers and one of them dies in like the worst way possible. I'm not buying it. I am totally not buying this coincidence. So I dug into his past a little bit more because, you know, that's what I do. And he knew this guy named Lohir and Lohir was definitely Love Lost Council. Okay, I don't have any proof for that, but that's my theory. I think he is. Anyway, um, and he died mysteriously around Bogram. So I don't think this is the first time that he may have done this. And that's... And Bogram doesn't have an alibi either. He just kind of like stumbled into it while like the halfling um, was there and he tried to explain things away. So Bogram doesn't have an alibi either, but it was never looked into. Like I said, like once they had like framed or once they had decided that Raoul was guilty, they didn't really look into anything else. And I think Bogram might be the reason. Um, I don't know. Like, okay. So again, like I'm not super buying this whole like love loss council thing. I think it, yeah, it's like, it's like a little bit conspiracy like you know i love you but like sometimes well, you get a little bit conspiracy but like you're well it totally is though like they are totally running everything there are like in my theory i think there are like six or seven different councils that are running a bunch of things behind the scenes and we know nothing about it i mean i feel like i feel like that's like a little bit like wouldn't we know at least wouldn't we have a like concrete proof of at least like one of them existing well, like the the like shield of the sect was totally a real thing, and they protected this like shield for a while, and then it kind of disappeared, and then they disappeared. Okay, it's not a hundred percent proof. Okay, I am. I there's a lot of 
weird things that happen on coincidence. Um, there's just too many to that lines up. And I refuse to be have my eyes closed to this. No, that's like that's totally fair. You know, honestly, like I'll keep my I'll keep my mind open about it. Like I'm not I'm not always like as bought into it as like you are, but like I, I'll keep my mind open about it. But you're a hundred percent right that it's like super weird and creepy that Bogram just like happened to come into the um yeah the house like right after the murder. Like what was he even doing? Did he like did he what did he say? Well, like, Bogart was apparently Ama and Rajak's, like, best friends, so he was around them, like, all the time. Mm. Do you think there was, like, a love triangle going on there? I don't know. I mean... Like, maybe? What do you maybe mean? he maybe? was the one cheating with Ama. Oh, my God. Do you think Ama was, like, a total hussy and was just sleeping with everyone? Like, if she was be sleeping with, like, Grisham and she was also sleeping with Bogram, that maybe Bogram... I mean... Bogram is known to have an ex. Like, Bogram could have, like, totally snuck in there, like, saw her with Grisham, killed them both, and left, and then just waited for Rao to clean out the mess for him. Oh, my God. Yeah, like, okay, but, like, also, she's, like, sleeping with three different guys. Like, you go, girl. Like, <laughs> oh, yeah. Like, totally into It's, that. like, I can't even imagine trying to, like, corral, like, three different guys at the same time. Like, it's hard enough to have, like, one guy, <laughs> like, men you know like (laughs) (laughs) well i i totally can't even imagine juggling like one person that's just like not for me but yeah like people liberated like fucking go for it like this girl is clearly onto something but yeah like i kind of think i kind of think maybe bogram just because like there are all this weird things and like so i have that gut feeling but there's so much evidence that kind of like I guess protects Bogram that, that makes him not obviously the suspect, which makes me think maybe he is the suspect. There's just too much like things lined up for him. Oh, like too much coincidence. Yeah, like oh, he just coincidentally happened to be in this place, um, and he also like he never went to speak to Ryle afterwards, and he totally dealt with Amos' death. Like he dealt with like like burning her which is like how her people want to like be dealt with after they're dead and he he did that and he also didn't defend Ral, even though he said that Ama totally wouldn't have cheated on Ral. which I guess if he was cheating with her he wouldn't want Ral to think that either yeah oh you know what like I don't know yeah you're right like it's just I always say right like there's no such thing as coincidence in a murder uh-huh. investigation right like yeah you say that like, all the time yeah, because, like, it's just, it, it, coincidence is just too convenient. Like, it is, like, too coi- co- uh, like coincident. Like, it's just too convenient that, like, Bogram would, like, have this alibi or he would have, like, this thing where he looked after the ashes. I mean, of course he would. Like, if he was the murderer and he wanted people to not think that, of course he wouldn't, like, go visit the person who was accused of murder of her murder. Of course he would, like, make sure that her body was dealt with properly. I mean, and also burning the evidence where nobody could really check i like i had to speak to a guy who knew a guy who knew a girl who knew a guy to even get the information that Amy was actually you know hurt with an axe it's so crazy too because like right like you said that he was like best friends with Raul and Amy, right right yeah so then like okay you're my best friend if you got convicted of murder like even yeah. if i thought you did it i'd visit you in prison oh oh my god that's so sweet yeah for me listen you're like my best friend ever so well 
you're like my best friend and like even if like you were accused no no even if you like did kill I mean I love Mark to pieces you know I do but <laughs> even if you did kill Mark I would still totally come visit you because you're my best friend and I, I yeah no matter what you do I, I we have unconditional love me and you yeah exactly but like yeah exactly like I, okay like if if it, exactly like if you killed if you killed someone I would like visit you in prison and like for this guy to be like best friends with this dude and like not visit him that's like so fucked that's, up like, super suspect yeah like yeah like maybe they weren't really friends like that kind of lends more into like the idea that like maybe he was like fucking around with Ama like the whole time or, right or that he wanted Ralph to be super unhappy and super upset and super like hurt and betrayed because Bogram works for the Love Lost Council and they're ushering the Dead Days Apocalypse, which I might add to you, hello, Apocalypse. You know, like, maybe that actually does hold some water. I mean, yeah, we are in the middle of an apocalypse yeah. right now. Right, exactly. So, like, I think maybe I might actually be onto something here. But, um, yeah. It's all just theory and I don't have a lot of proof. Well, I have some proof that Bogram is, like, totally shitty. But that's not the only, like, weirdness I have. So, like, that's, like, my Illuminati, like, Love Lost Council, like, theory. I always have to go at least one of them, and this time I think I have real proof. Um, so I have, like, a couple of other theories that I, like, I don't think Ral did it kind of theories. So, did you know? Well, of course you would. You don't really know much about Ama. <laughs> um, so, like, Ama isn't just, like, some really sketchy stuff. Nobody knew where her money come from or what she did while Ra wasn't home, um, except that she spent a lot of time in the library. Anyway, um, through somebody talking to somebody else, me talking to, like, you know, the mayor's daughter, um, there was this girl called Liana, and Ama might be involved in Liana going to prison because Ama might have killed someone that the mayor knew. Oh, my God. So, like, she might have been a murderer herself. Yeah. So the theory is, like, there was this girl who worked for the mayor, and the mayor's daughter, like, the, the the girl who worked for the mayor was killed, and she had, like, this dagger stuck in her, and the only thing that was ever known or seen or any leads about it is they saw a flash of gold, which, you know, it could just be gold. Like, it could just be money, or it could be jewelry and stuff. But Ama was a golden dragonborn. And they tried to follow up, but Ama had a really good alibi, so it's a little bit sketchy whether she did it or not. Anyway, so this, like, human woman named Liana went to jail for the murder of the person that uh, worked for the mayor. And it's a little sketchy because I don't have a lot of details on it, but maybe Liana or Liana's family, like, had to have, like, some sort of revenge because, like, hey, if you were put in prison for killing Mark and you didn't, I would so totally go kill whoever did that and put, like, the whole blame on them. Ah, babe. That's all right. I mean, also, I kind of like Mark. Mark's like a really nice guy. And if someone murdered him, I'd want to do revenge just, you know, for me. But if you were put in prison for it, I'd make sure that, like, yeah, I'd do that for you. Yeah. Mark's great. I'm so I'm so glad he always, like, helps us with these episodes, too. Hey, babe. Hi. You guys can't see him because it's audio, but he's, like, right over there. Yeah, he's, like, making sure the windshell picks us up properly. So, like, yeah. if we move away a lot, like, Mark's the one that's, like, waving his hands to make sure that we, like, point our voices back at the windshell. So, thank yeah. you, Mark. You're doing amazing. <laughs> yeah, I would totally kill for you, dude. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Well, maybe we'll have to do a future episode on Liana because, like, yeah, that sounds like it's, like, a whole deal of its own, right? Like, yeah, like, Liana, like, if I'm right, like, Liana is in prison, well... 
she's dead now, but that's because the whole like Darn came came to like Falsam. Anyway, that's a whole thing. But Leanna might have been innocent when she went to jail. So I we should definitely do a future episode on that. Yeah, absolutely. All right. So <clears throat> here comes, I told you to hold on. The strangest and wackiest theory I have with very little evidence, but a lot of like, hell yeah, I think this may be the only thing to explain it. If Raoul didn't do the murder, if Bogram didn't do the murder, if Liana's family didn't do the murder, if it wasn't down to the Lovelos Council, if it wasn't any of those, I have the most watertight idea as to what could have happened. You're going to love it. You ready? Oh my God. Okay. I'm literally, literally holding on to my seat right now. Like, like she totally is white knuckling it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. Okay. Ama was an alien. Oh my god! What? <laughs> so I have told you, like I told you, like off the windshield, like a little while ago, that I had a theory that there were aliens and that we're not alone in this like place of existence. Anyway, so I, my theory is aliens landed on this flat-ass world, and they took Ama and replaced her with a duplicate. Anyway, so when the duplicate has, like, finished its mission, it dies, and it just happened in, like, the worst way possible. Like, the aliens decided to cover it up. Ama wasn't acting properly, whatever. Um, but my theory, the only theory that makes sense is that Ama was an alien and that she had to be, like, removed after she served her purpose. Oh, my God. Like, in one of those, like, those plays, like, those sci-fi plays where they like have like visitors from below the ocean or whatever and they like come up and then they like explode into like yeah goo I mean okay like it's a little it's it is really out there but like I mean if what like the 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 idea like if if she like it could have been like did they test it to make sure that it was acid well, no one would, like, because if the aliens have as much control as, like, the the idea states, like, no one would look into it more. So if Ama was an alien and she exploded and that was, like, the reason they only found, like, 10 or 15% of her and why, like, there was lots of acid everywhere, it could just be her, like, internal organs and they just, like, liquefied and turned to acid and start destroying everything. Oh, my God. Well, you know, like, I don't know. I, it makes, I guess it kind of makes sense in, like, a way. I definitely don't. I'll be honest with you. I don't think it was aliens. Like, I feel like if 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 creatures were coming up from below the ocean or or from out outside of of Discora's, like whatever. Um, I don't know. I'm like, just saying, like, if Ama was an alien and Ama came from like out of this like sphere that is our existence, and you know, you're made of acid. Who better to hook up with than a dragonborn who like breathes acid? I mean, like, actually, that makes sense, though. Because, like, imagine, like, okay, like, I don't want to get gross, but, like, if you're, like, hooking up with someone who's, like, internal body fluids are acid, that cannot be painless. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, that's just, like, oh, I feel really uncomfortable now. I hate that. That's so gross. <laughs> um, apparently, Ama also believed that Bikram was a sphere and not flat. Like, everybody knows oh, it's flat, Oh, right? it's flat. Flat Bikram. We all know this. Yeah, like totally flat. Wow. Um wow. But like okay. So we don't know like a lot about like the dragonborn, right? Because they're like god knows where. God's nowhere. Right. And like there's like there's like so few of them that are like roaming around Descara that yeah, like we don't really know much about them. I do know that Amy used to like bounce fireballs down her arm so that the kids would like laugh and like 
be happy. So I know that's something she could do. And I know, and I looked into Raoul and Raoul is different from her and he can basically like breathe acid on stuff. Um, I don't really know any other dragonborn. Um, There was a white dragonborn like years and years and years ago in a place called Kuzak. And they had like a lot of frost and ice around them, but they didn't like, they didn't stay there very long. I don't like, so that's my thing, right? Because like, I'm, like, very skeptical about Raul doing this now because we know about this, um, like, the axe thing, right? Right, exactly. So it seems more like it's somebody who can't do acid who did it. And then, like, either, like, Raul, like, vomited all over everybody with, like, acid or something else happened with that. But, like, like I definitely believe it was his acid. But, like, I definitely think somebody must have chopped them up beforehand. But, so here's the thing, right? Because, like, what if... okay. Hear me out, right? All right. What if, like, Ama, like, I don't know, like, had some trouble with the other Dragonborn, right? And either, like, they hired an assassin or one of the other Dragonborn came down and, like, killed her because she was, like, doing something with the with the others, right? Because you said that Ama was, like, kind of shady and no one knew what she did for, like, right, yeah, work, yeah. right? So, like, what if she was, like, a Dragonborn spy in in Discora, right? Wow. Like, oh, my God. That makes, like, total sense. If Ama's, like, some sort of spy, like... It doesn't matter who she pissed off. They would try and frame it on somebody else other than themselves so that they wouldn't give away that they knew who she was, that they, um, that who they were, so no one would know. I mean, to be fair, it could still be Love Lost Council who's like, maybe she was working for them, but I think maybe the spy thing is totally right. I think Ama may have been working like a bunch of people and that's what got her killed. Or like, okay, and if she was like somebody who like, had committed a murder before or something like maybe she hurt right. someone up in dragonborn land and that's why she's down here because like none of them ever like really come down here right so like she must have come down oh here my god for... yeah like she's totally on the run yeah that would only make sense right because she must have come down here for a reason like there, like you said there's like not a lot of dragonborn around here so why is she why were she and Raul here if they weren't like on the run from the other dragonborn Right. And as I said, like, Raoul was totally working in the fourfold for a while. I know you kind of don't believe it's totally true, but like the fourfold, like they're kind of sketchy dudes anyway. And if he was involved in something sketchy, nobody knew what she did or she got her money from or all of her knowledge or anything else that she did. Like, it totally makes sense that she may have been on the run or she was working for someone as a spy. Oh, my God, you're like so smart. I know. (laughs) But like, yeah, no, it's only it only makes sense. Right. Mark, you'll back me up. Oh my god, yeah, yeah. He's nodding. He, yeah, the, the yeah. It's it only makes sense. Well, I think you're kind of biased, Mark. I'm not gonna <laughs> lie. I think you're kind of biased. He's totally, yeah, he's totally biased. But like, yeah, it only makes sense that they've got to be on the run for some reason. Why else would they be here, right? Like, why would two dragon guard and come all the way from like wherever it is they came from? Because nobody knows where Dragonland is or what's there or anything like that. Yeah, I don't know. It's it and where is Dragonland? Yeah, exactly. Like, how do they even get down to here? Is it down? Is it up? I keep saying down here, but like it could be like up here. That's just like a broad assumption. Yeah, right. Like it totally come up from like the Dorn somewhere, like or like from like the Singing Waters or something. Or maybe it even came from the Archive Isle, because nobody knows exactly what's there except like some orcs and half orcs and some humans and snomes and stuff. So maybe they even came from there. Oh my god. Or Kino. They came from Kino. <gasps> oh, oh my god. <laughs> It happened. Oh my, oh my god, god, we did it again. Uh, we are just like <laughs> so in sync. It's crazy. I know. We're like so bonded. Um, I, 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 that's kind of like all my theories, really. 
Um, like I told you the one about the aliens. I told you one about Liana. I told you one about the spouse because we always assume it's a spouse. It's where we start first. And then we had the love loss council. So that's basically, I think, all of my theories. Um, but I think your theory that maybe she was a spy and that she was on the run, I think, like, maybe the closest to the truth. Yeah. Well, I guess, like, the thing is, you know, as with all of our uh, episodes, like, unless it's a super solved murder, like, okay. So I know that, like, I, I'm not going to, like, you know, go into it too much. But, you know, like, last episode when we talked about, you know, like, that that chick Zoltana, right? Right. Like, yeah. Like, those murders... She, like, she kind of, like, left her calling card and I was, like, there was a very simple, like, A to B, like, killed the wife, that person dies. Like, it's super simple. And, like, Zoltana, like, never denied anything, right? Yeah. So, but, like, she's such an anomaly, right? Because, like, almost all the uh, the murders that we cover on Weeks of Our Knives are, like, kind of, like, up in the air about, like, who really did them. Like, even yeah. if somebody got, like, arrested for them, like this one, right? Because, uh-huh. you know, usually people don't admit when they commit a crime. So some people no. like that, like that girl are dumb and they do, but. <laughs> <laughs> well, I kind of get that. Like, I kind of get Zoltana's like whole vibe of like, hey, like imagine somebody killed Mark. Mark, no one's killing you. Like if somebody <laughs> killed Mark, like you would be well within like your rights to go murder whoever did that. And you need to know I would totally be there with you for that. Oh, 100%. You and I would be like, you know, like that play that was like about those two chicks that were like best friends and they like they went on like a road trip and then they like just like killed some people and like fucking went off like a cliff so yeah that's us yeah that's totally us like you and me would be on like this cart and like we detach the horses at the last minute and then we'd fly off and we'd land in the desert adrenaline like that would be our ending a hundred percent that that would be because of you mark like 100 because of you (laughs) mark looks so concerned babe yeah. We're not going to kill anyone and drive off and drive our horses oh my off a cliff. Oh I my god. I can't kill anyone. Like I'm so like tiny and weak. Like I, I know I'm pretty strong for a halfling, but I'm still like super weak. Like I just can't lift a lot. Yeah, like please. Please. Our entire purpose in life is to tell stories about people who kill people. Right. Like we're not and, like come up with strange ideas <laughs> on like how these things are done, but we'd never do them ourselves. Yeah. Like oh my god. I know we generally at least once or twice an episode have to remind people that we're not murderers. <laughs> <laughs> well, so people are like, well, we're totally not. People are like so paranoid now, right? Because you know, like all yeah, this apocalypse right. shit happening. I feel like the I feel like the murder rate has been going up. I feel like you're right. Like uh, we've been covering like a few more like recent ones, and we haven't tried to say too much about like the super recent ones because if, if people are out there, we still don't want them to like look at us and go, "Oh no, you two are like the best detectives ever." We're not. Uh, we just have ideas. <laughs> We're just two girls sitting in like this room with a husband with a windshield, and that's like totally it. Yeah, like we're not. Obviously, we're not really detectives. We're just like really big. No. You know, true crime aficionados, all we care, we just want to talk about, yeah. like, discuss what's going on and, like, different I kind know. of murders. Because, like, honestly, it's, like, a nice escape from, like, the reality of this fucking apocalypse that we have going on, right? Like, I know, right? Like, it's super weird to look out the window and still see, like, blood stains from when it poured literal blood from the sky. Like, that's so fucking terrifying. Oh, my God. Yeah, I'm, like... Honestly, like, all the clubs are, like, closed right now because everyone's trying to figure things out. Like, my favorite club in town, the owner, like, skipped town. I don't even know. Yeah. Yeah, Randall, like, actually skipped. So, like, you know, Randall's is, like, completely shut down right now. That's, like... 
that's like a mainstay. Like I'm totally not into people and I've become comfortable with that now, but that's like where I had my first kiss. And I was like, no, no, this whole relationship thing is not for me. Like Reynolds, I know it's hold like a big place in odd people's heart and it still does even for me. Like, yeah. Yeah. I can't believe he's gone. Yeah. I don't even know. No way. I don't know where he went or why. You know, there was like that, that fire in the back room and then he skipped town. Oh my God, Mark. Mark, oh my God. What did you do? We were totally not finished. We were having, uh, I just, I don't even want to like go back over that entire conversation. We had, you guys, uh, we thought we the wind chill was on, uh-huh. but it turns out that Mark turned it off. He just you like kind of nudged it, like reaching for like, um, well, actually, like, like I know I pretended that I didn't know what case the stakes were, um, but there were like some leftovers and Mark reached for <laughs> it and totally turned off the windshield. Well, no, you can't shake it. your head like that. You know, it's true. You know it. It's true. He, you did. You did. Oh my he God. totally did. <laughs> anyway. All right. We should stop like ribbing on him. I get it. It's a big joke. Rib. <laughs> Okay, I'm hey. done. I have to do at least one per episode. Yeah, um, but absolutely. we were kind of like right at the end of it anyway. Yeah, it's true. So anyway, yeah. So basically, you know, we're going to leave you like with the same thing we leave you with like every week, right? Where we right. say, you know, like, you know, be careful out there. Don't get killed. And stay yeah. hot, you know? <laughs> <laughs> and and like uh, like we've been like since the apocalypse we've been thinking like you know yeah we have our usual measures of like stay safe uh don't get murdered uh stay totally hot but like also stay like totally safe and like look after the people around you because we're in the middle of a freaking apocalypse and i don't like i can't do anything i'm like us two well i guess us three if we include mark i just <laughs> we're just people who tell tales about murders <laughs> And we can't really do anything to stop the apocalypse, but like all we can do is bunker down and give help to everyone that we meet. Um, one, so you don't get murdered. And yeah. two, <laughs> <laughs> to and, entertain. And, yeah, like all yeah. we want to do is entertain you. So, like, please make sure to like, I mean, like, I know we said like earlier, like, don't be messaging us, but like, you know, like message us or, or write us, you know. Yeah. Um, like let us like let us know if we're helping keep you entertained in the midst of all this chaos. Um, right. And if you have, like, any stories about people that you know got murdered or, like, other really bad crimes, you know, like, yeah. send them in to us and we'll do some research, you know, like, very yeah. perfunctory research. But, like, we'll do some research <laughs> and we'll talk about it. <laughs> yeah, we're, like, totally looking to it and we'll, like, see how things are going. And if anyone has any leads on the whole apocalypse, keep sending them to me. I am adoring going through everything that all of you are sending me. Um, oh, my which, God. Um, like, literally, middle of the night, someone sent me, like, this really cool thing. Anyway, I'm I'm going to tell you about it off, off the windshield. Um, but yeah, like if you have any theories, send them to us and we'll look into them. Um, so don't get murdered. <laughs> yeah. Stay safe out there. Yeah, you guys. I'm like, yeah, if you definitely send all your crazy conspiracy theories to Foley. <laughs> like all of them. Just send me all of them. And then maybe we can figure out using our amazing detective abilities and by everybody talking to each other and being good, maybe we can figure out how this all ends. Like in a yeah. good way. Yeah, wow. absolutely. 100%. Stay safe out there, everybody. We love you. Bye. Bye. Okay, so I have, I think I have something for next episode. Oh, okay. All right, this one is like, I know you thought the aliens was totally like out of this world, pun intended. Um, <laughs> but uh, I heard from a really good authority from this woman who knew a guy who knew a woman who worked on the ferry on Balikboot that, you know, the dead Prince Lafian, 
totally not dead. Oh my God, Foamy! <laughs> I will tell you, and I'll tell you right now, but I'm going to tell everyone next week. Bye. <laughs> Bye. Hi, I'm Madigan from Your Angry Neighborhood Feminist, the podcast that explores the world through a personal, intersectional feminist perspective. I bring you two episodes a week. Every Monday, I cover something from a wide variety of topics, covering everything from feminist faves throughout history like Audre Lorde, listener coming out stories, and other hot-button topics like toxic masculinity and the Me Too movement, as well as plenty feminist history, the good and the controversial. And then every Friday, I bring you a mini What's in the News episode to keep you up to date with everything that's going on today in the world. And with over 580 episodes available to you right now, there's plenty of good stuff to listen to. You can listen to Your Angry Neighborhood Feminist wherever you get your podcasts. And don't forget to rage on. Bye.